Hello and welcome to the BizWell Podcast. It is Melissa Botello and we are at the end of April of 2020 and we are still in quarantine from the coronavirus and millions of people are working at home. So in this episode today, I'm talking about three absolute must things you do when you are on a video conference. So let's dig in and let's unpack. So working from home has been a big adjustment for so many people across the country, but for some employees, or employers, remote life is all they know. And so I have had the opportunity to work both from home and in a corporate office for quite some time. For the last eight years, my team has been remote. They work across the country and work from their homes. So this has been a pretty easy transition for us. For me specifically, I miss going into the office a few days a week. I miss interacting and seeing people. What I'm talking about today is video conferencing. So everyone that was used to going into an office or meeting with clients or going to their offices was with that face-to-face interaction. So now in order to keep connected and engaged, everybody is using video conferencing. We have used Zoom at work. We've used GoToMeeting and recently started using Teams. So regardless of what platform you use or if you're using FaceTime on your phone, These three tips today are an absolute must. I have seen it across the board over the last five weeks working from home, from people on TV to famous news anchors and celebrities to VPs of companies that are getting these three things wrong, and it's a must that they get corrected right away. So let's dig in. We're going to talk about audio and visual first. AV, right? Audio, visual, the most important things. You're sitting in front of a computer or screen, and the two things that are going to make your meeting successful are the audio and the visual. So let's start with the audio. You must use a headset. A lot of people use the computer, many people use the computer audio and that's fine, but plug in a headset, buy a headset, use your Apple, Mac, whatever brand you use headset, but a headset is essential. Nothing impacts productivity or quality than choppy audio. You have to have quality audio. And if you're not using a headset, you're picking up echoes around your home, you're picking up other people talking, And sometimes there's even an echo. So use a headset. Help others hear you clearly by wearing your headset. This will reduce outside noises and disruptive echoes, as I said. And if you are on a multi-party call, meaning you have two, three, four, five, ten people on this call, be sure to mute your microphone when you're not speaking. Again, to avoid any background noise. And all of us have people in our homes right now. Even for me, I'm used to working at home. John has his office. I have mine. But we have, uh, my son is home from college and he's trying to also study. The dog is here. And so to avoid any of that in the background, and people are going to cut you slack because we are in this time of this coronavirus, but it's still important to have quality conversations and try to be as professional as possible. So tip number one, use a headset. Tip number two, so important, adjust your camera angle. By using a self-wide mode, you can test the angle on your camera prior to the call. I can't tell you how many calls I've been on, and I was going to add these up. I'm averaging about five calls a day that are with video over five days. That's 25 calls a week. It's over 100 a month. So I've done over 100 video conference calls in the last five weeks. And I would say 98% of the time, the person's video is either below their face so we're looking up until their nostrils or it's positioned to only get a portion of their face and you see the background of their home so it's really important try this out before you get on your call you can turn on your camera I think the other thing people forget 
even if you don't have a camera sitting on top of your computer, every laptop, most every screen has a built-in camera. So you don't even realize you're on camera sometimes. And I've seen this, I'm telling you. People show up and they don't know they're on camera and they're doing some things that are not appropriate. So please, people, adjust your camera angle. Camera angle should be or the webcam at eye level. You should be looking your eyes into that camera or just below. So typically I will look in, but I may have my notes on the screen so I'm looking down a little bit. So it's okay if your eyes are moving a little bit, but the camera should be looking at your face, not at your chest, not at the ceiling. I saw someone's fan this week uh, and not up their nostrils. I know someone is on a call this week and they must have been sitting on their couch. They had their computer on their coffee table, which again, the coffee table was lower. So we're the angle is just, it's not only not flattering, but it's distracting. And if you are going to use your mobile device, prop it up on something and keep it steady so it's not moving all over, which is very hard and distracting for people when the camera's bouncing all over the place. And these probably maybe sound like little minor, you know, these are not that big of a deal. But if you're on all day long, as I am, and I know many people are, that's what they're working at home, that's what you're doing. If you're on camera and video and audio for five hours a day and you're having to look up people's nostrils or at the top of their head, like it's just distracting. Distracting, it takes away from the meeting and whatever you're about to say and present, it's not being heard because people are so distracted looking at your angle, the angle of your camera. One more note on this. I have also seen lots of distracting things in people's background. Now I get it. We have to work out of our bedrooms. Some people are in closets. Some people are going outside because they need privacy and they need to get away from the kids. There are ways to put screens up behind you so people don't see your background. Keep some privacy in your home and some professionalism because I've seen people's bedrooms, things on their nightstand that you think, oh my God, you probably don't want me to see that. But based on the camera angle and based on where you're at, I'm seeing things on your on your nightstand where you go to bed. And you want to think of these people in a professional way, not in a way that you now know what their bedroom looks like. So either use the screens, and I'll talk about that maybe in a minute, how you can share screens in like Zoom or any of these things, which will block, block out your background so we cannot see what your bedroom looks like. Or if you have to get into a corner of your bedroom, face against a blank wall and have your your computer on your bed, but you're faced against a blank wall. Let us look at a wall, not your nightstand with all your private items. And so what I'm going to tell you right now about the screen share, this is on Zoom, which I use primarily, but I know they have it on Teams and everything else. You just need to research it a little bit. But what it'll do is it'll take your background and it'll either put up a picture that you have. So if you have a picture of a beach and you want a beach in the background, or you can use one of theirs, you go to the icon where it's video. So you either can start or stop your video. And when you right click, for instance, in Zoom, it'll say select an image and you can say uh, choose a visual background. Choose a visual background. So in here, they have a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. They have a beach. They have the stars. They just have a black background. So take that before you're showing us your personal bedroom or any space that's not professional looking and or go into a corner where you have just a, a blank wall, please. It's gonna reflect you better, it's gonna look more professional, and overall, gonna help you out. Couple more tips, we talked about the audio and we're still here on the visual side of it and why this is so important. So lighting, lighting's really important. I was on a meeting this uh, week with someone who was sitting in a room with the window behind them, and I'm sure it was great. They're in a really bright room and it feels good for them. But what happens is when the bright light is behind you, his face was completely dark. Like I couldn't see one expression on his face. Um, I could hear him and I could see his shadow, but that was it. So if you want, put the light in your face or face the window, 
but that um, sometimes that natural light is harsh and creates a silhouette effect. And it's best to sit with your back to a wall. Uh, and if you have that window, lower the shade if nothing else. The other thing that I thought that was very fun I saw this week, and it was handmade, so it wasn't anything professional, but somebody took a large piece of uh, white paper, almost like you can do when you have those boards you write on, and they put their the name of the company, and then it said the city, like Del Mar. So it would be like Amazon at Del Mar. So, you know, it was cute. It was, that's his company name. Uh, he lives in the city of Del Mar. And it just was something, again, he was trying to hide his background, and it was cute, and it was just something that was not like looking at, you know, his kitchen ca cabinets, basically. So just some tips on the audio visual that I think will help you to come across more professional, make sure people hear your message and not being distracted by either bad audio or bad visuals. So just a few thoughts there. There are so many tips and tricks that I've learned over time about working at home. Uh, and I and there's a ton out there and probably your company is helping you out with them as well. However, these are the two that I've seen consistently and not just uh, during our COVID work at home. I've seen these for years that people struggle with the audio and the visual. And so after sitting through painful meetings the last month, I wanted to share this with you because I hope that you, if you are working from home, you'll take into consideration those two most important audio and visual. And speaking of the uh, visual again, I will say most of the time I'm not dressed up. Uh, most people are not, especially in this situation. Uh, however, I do try to get up, feel like I'm getting dressed for work. I'm not as dressed as I would. I'm not in a suit. But there have been presentations over the last few weeks. Uh, it, actually, this week I, I was on a Zoom call we were presenting to our customers. There was over 800 people online. I did put a jacket on, and I think it, it's okay to get dressed up. Uh, maybe not to the degree you would at work. Maybe you just have on a golf shirt or a shirt that represents your company, but still making that appearance look as professional as possible. And I know for me, getting up, putting my makeup on really helps with my um, mood as well. Couple other tips I will give before I wrap up uh, as someone who's worked at home forever, keep clearly defined working hours. So you are no longer commuting. I was commuting 45 minutes to an hour a day. So now that hour in the morning and the hour in the evening that I would leave the office, I tend to work more. Uh, so make sure you're keeping those clearly defined working hours so you have some balance because it's not like when you were at the office, you could leave your work and then you come home and have some balance. It's all in one place now. So try to get your calendar in a place where you can check out at a decent time. I've been trying uh, as much as I can to get outside, even if it's in between meetings or on lunch hours to take a walk, get fresh air. So really help, help yourself by by defining those hours, lunch breaks as much as possible. And last tip I will leave you with, which I'm sure most people have probably, I've seen it on TV, people have very much adapted to this, but is the socialization piece of uh, this virtual work that we're doing now. I had a happy hour with my team. Challenges, I have half my team on the East Coast and half on the West or in those time zones. So we scheduled a 5.30 happy hour, which was 2.30 in California. And as much as I wanted to drink at 2.30 and sip a glass of wine or cocktail, I had other meetings after that. But when you can have a meeting, 30 minutes, everybody brings a drink to the table or a cup of coffee, whatever they, they choose. And just, it's not about work. It's just about catching up on family and what's happening or what are they doing to stay active during this time. And that was really fun. And we've done that for, for years. We, uh, or we'll do a breakfast meeting as well. So if you don't want to do happy hour because the time zones, you could try to do a breakfast coffee chat kind of thing, but keeping that uh, team spirit up and camaraderie. It's always been one of the things as a leader I've tried 
tried to focus on because it's easy when you're in the office and you can do your drive-bys to people's desks and offices or meet for lunch, but it's very much hard when people are separated across the country. So that's one of the things that has helped us stay connected. So I think I'll leave those tips with you for now. I've got a ton more, but I don't want to bombard you. And I do want the two most important in my uh, opinion and others that I've talked to is the audio visual. Make sure you get it right. The audio has to be clear. You cannot be picking up other noises within the house when too many people are speaking at once. The phone uh, system is echoey. So mute yourself when you're not speaking and then figure out a nice background either through visuals and or just a blank wall behind you just to keep your personal life at home very personal. Um, and again, it's okay to show some things. I'm sitting in an office where I've got a chair and a plant behind me and whatnot. But if it's a lot of distraction in a desk where there's books and pictures, people are spending more time sitting looking at your screen in your wedding picture than they are probably of you. So just some thoughts. I hope you're well. I hope you're staying healthy and doing what you can to keep healthy. Until next time, it's Melissa Botello and thank you for tuning in to the Biswell Podcast.